Hello everyone, welcome to our podcast, and today we will be discussing the Fair Housing Act, specifically in Milwaukee. We will be discussing the people who've protested and fought for fair housing, the challenges they faced, and much more. Today, we wanted to ask the question of, how do individuals create positive change no matter the turning point? Now to answer that question, we have to look into the history surrounding the movement of fair housing. The NAACP, National Association for the Advancement of Colored People, offices were bombed. A man from Milwaukee who was a member of the KKK was later convicted for the bombing. There was no injuries in the explosion, but the offices were damaged. The housing discrimination was a contribution of the police from a federal level. James Hall, a civil rights attorney, says, I can say the way communities in Metro Milwaukee became segregated was not by accident. Many federal agencies color-coded residential areas with higher percentages of African Americans on a map, and they discouraged banks from giving mortgages to places with higher percentages of African Americans. A riot erupted in North Milwaukee, which started with fights with the police, a racist threat, and gunfire. The riot included fires, stealing, and the National Guard was brought to stop all the violence. When the riot ended, four people were dead, 100 were hurt, and 1,740 were arrested. Chicago passed a Fair Housing Ordinance in 1963. Val Phillips introduced the Fair Housing Act to the Common Council in Milwaukee in 1962, and she was the only one who voted for it in the beginning. Congress did not pass the Civil Rights Act in 1966, which included fair housing. Mayor Frank Zedler's Inner Core Report Committee members couldn't reach an agreement on legislation to ban housing discrimination, but recommended a voluntary convent of open occupancy in the early 1960s. Milwaukee's new mayor, Henry Meyer, ignored most of their recommendations. Now, let's take a look at one of the people who strive for equality amongst different racial groups in Milwaukee and helped make the Fair Housing Act possible. Val Phillips. Val Phillips was the first African-American woman to graduate from the University of Wisconsin-Madison Law School. In the Milwaukee City Council, she was the first African-American woman to win a seat. She became the first African-American woman to be Secretary of State in Wisconsin. Val was, again, the first African-American woman to become a judge in Wisconsin. So many African-Americans were not allowed to exercise their civil rights, and it was incredible that she made all these accomplishments during those times. In 1962, Val Phillips started introducing the Common Council to the opening house laws. This was two years after winning civil rights at the Democratic National Convention that nominated Senator John F. Kennedy for president. The city's goal was to end discrimination from landlords and real estate agents. Her bill was rejected multiple times by the other members of the city council, all of them white and male. Many protesters mirrored her frustration by marching in the city for 200 nights consecutively, which began in late August 1967. She joined the marchers, although she was hesitant before. Val Phillips marched across the city with Milwaukee NAACP Youth Council. The marchers were met with counter-protesters who threw eggs and rocks and held mean signs. Six days after the assassination of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., the Fair Housing Act was passed in Congress. Val Phillips became the first African-American woman judge in Wisconsin in 1971 and Secretary of State of Wisconsin in 2002. Val Phillips suggested an open house ordinance in 1962, but the council never passed it until 1968 when Congress passed the Fair Housing Act, 
a week after Martin Luther King's assassination. The Milwaukee NAACP Youth Council was founded in 1947 and led many of the protests and marches for equal houses in Milwaukee. Val Phillips is the first African-American and woman on the city's common council. Val Phillips was hesitant to join the marchers, but did to get basic freedoms that they should have. The council did nothing for the fair housing movement, which frustrated Val. She won the race, but her colleagues did not would not share an office with her, and they did not welcome her. Now that we talked a little bit about Val Phillips, let's talk more about the community in Milwaukee of protesters and what they did to create positive change. When the U.S. Senate had to debate over the proposed legislation, Senator Edward Brooke of Massachusetts, who was the first African-American to be elected to be senator by popular vote, brought up his inability to provide a home of his choice for his family because of his race. The bill passed in the Senate in early April 1968, which then went to the House of Representatives, which was expected to come out weakened because the House had grown conservative. The day of the Senate vote on April 4th, the civil rights leader, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., was assassinated. After the assassination, riots, burning, and looting in more than 100 cities around the world broke out which caused President Lyndon B. Johnson to increase pressure on Congress to pass the new civil rights legislation. 200 protesters of the NAACP Council started marching through 16th Street Vedic. There were 199 more nonviolent marches. There were also unofficial marches. They continued for another week, and at the end, there was a total of 207 unofficial and official marches. In the 1960s, the Milwaukee Civil Rights Movement shifted its focus from school discrimination to fair housing. Milwaukee got brought to the center of the fair housing fight by the Youth Council. The Youth Council issued the Declaration of Open Housing in August and made the first of long daily marches to Kosciuszko Park. When about 200 marchers reached their destination, an angry mob of nearly 5,000 white people attacked them. The NAACP Council targeted important members of the Eagles Club to protest the Eagles Club segregation member policies. They marched for 11 straight days, protesting from the north side of the city to Wauwatosa, Judge Robert Cannon's home. On the third night of the march, Wauwatosa police, and 100 members of the National Guard protected the marchers from about 4,000 aggressive and violent white white protesters. Finally, let's discuss the outcome of the protest, marches, and all the influential people who fought for the Fair Housing Act to get passed. In 1966, this law was originally introduced, but was failed to pass in Congress. The sale, renting, financing, or advertising of housing will be protected from discrimination on individuals with this law. In Milwaukee and across the nation, there were fair housing marches persuading Congress into passing the legislation. One of the big supporters of the bill was Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. was assassinated on April 4, 1968. After his death, President Lyndon Johnson urged Congress to pass the bill in, in memory of Dr. King. In 1968, Johnson signed the Civil Rights Act, which is also called the Fair Housing Act. This law created equal housing opportunities regardless of religion, race, skin color, gender, 
or national origin. Many policies that created racial segregation have been abolished since the late 60s. African Americans have the freedom to purchase a house wherever they want. Realtors are now being trained on, fair, on the Fair Housing Act. People say that expanding affordable housing op options in Milwaukee is crucial to help integrate neighborhoods. The Fair Housing Act state that states that it's illegal for housing providers to discriminate based on race, gender, religion, color, familial status, and disability. Disability and, and family status were added to the act in 1988. In the most recent decades, people have been trying to add gender identity, members of the LGBTQIA community, and gender presentation to the Fair Housing Act, but no amendment has been passed yet. The Fair Housing Act has stopped many realtors from being able to deny someone's ability to rent slash purchase based on their race, skin color, gender, disability, religion, and familial status, but there are still some discriminatory practices that continue, and the Fair Housing Act will continue to evolve to stop these practices from continuing. Even though Milwaukee is now more integrated, most African-American neighborhoods are more concentrated in one area due to segregation. While the Fair Housing Act helped integrate neighborhoods more, maps show how Milwaukee still remain segregated in terms of housing. Latino and African Americans have better access to houses to housing today due to the Fair Housing Act, but still it isn't the best access to housing that it could be, which leads to Milwaukee continuing to be segregated. That was our podcast on the Fair Housing Movement of Milwaukee. We hope you guys enjoyed it and were able to learn something new. Bye! Bye.